Hello there, and welcome to the Marketing SOS Show. My name is Eric e, I am your host, and I'm here to answer your marketing and business-related questions in whichever way I can. I'm here to help, and I'm wondering, how's life going? Now, life is a tricky thing. It's unpredictable. You have a plan, you think things are going a certain way, and then life happens, and things change. And that's what happened to Jeremy, who is this week's question. He wrote into me with a situation that he has, and you know, life is taking an unexpected turn, and he needs some advice. So I think it's always good, you know, you have your plan, but it's always good to set yourself up with other plans or backup plans. So for Jeremy, he's getting laid off out of no fault of his own. And he's looking for advice on what to do in this situation. Now that's a bad thing with layoffs, is they happen unexpectedly. If you're lucky enough never to have experienced it, it's still great to plan for. If you have experienced it, I'm sorry, it sucks. I know, I, I've been there. So, so it is important to always have a plan, regardless of how well things are going. So some of the takeaways and some of the advice I give to Jeremy here in this episode, if you have a corporate job or any kind of job that's not kind of like running your own small business, it is worth beginning to think about some of these tactics and to maybe even start implementing them now just so if you do find yourself in the unlucky situation that you do get laid off, it's great to have these things already done and lined up for you. So let's get to Jeremy's question right after this. Jeremy writes, Hi Eric, I'm a 22-year-old growth hacker who's been working for a German startup for over a year. It's my first job. Now, due to some unavoidable reasons, the startup is shutting down. I'd love to know what all things should I ask my boss before leaving the job. By stuff, I mean things like letter of recommendation, LinkedIn review, anything which shows my work quality and validates me as a marketing professional. Before you answer, here are some things about me that you should know. I don't have a degree in marketing, and it's a job which I've received based out of my skills and aptitude. This is slash was my first job as a marketer. I'm basically an engineering graduate with a massive passion for marketing. I was the only marketing professional in the entire company. Hence, the tasks handled by me also comprise of social media marketing, analytics and tracking, copywriting the web copy and ads, running paid social media marketing, and search engine marketing ads. My aim is to get deeper and grow bigger in the field of marketing by working some organizations for a while before starting a startup of my own. Apologies for being a newbie, but I seriously can't figure out what all things should I be asking my employer before quitting the job. Any suggestions of what to do next would help. Thanks in advance, Jeremy. So Jeremy, first of all, I'm sorry, it sucks. It's a shitty situation to be in. But it sounds like you're, you're keeping a, a good spirit about it. And you're doing a great job of looking at what's next. What can you get from it while it's still here? So yes, you've listed some great options already. The first thing you should try now is get introductions and networking from your current boss. He likely feels bad about what's going on. So ask him, is there anyone he, that he can connect you with? That might be beneficial. That would be good to know. That might be looking for a growth hacker or someone of your skills. Are there people in his network that he could recommend you to, that they could hire you, potentially? So ask. You never know. Even if it's just coffee with someone, it can be very beneficial to start growing your network. Get a portfolio of your work together. And you may be wondering, like, what's a portfolio? I think a lot of people think 
of a portfolio for like graphic designers where you can actually show something visual. But you can do the same thing as a marketer. So you mentioned a few of the tactics, a few of the areas that you're working in. You have social media marketing. Put a case study together of the campaigns you've run. Go in to those social media accounts and screenshot some of the metrics, some of the tracking. Show them what kind of engagement you got. Show the kind of clicks. All Whatever metrics you can gather, gather them. Analytics and tracking, same thing. You can put a case study together showing if you weren't directly responsible for growing those things, you can show how you track them and reports you've made and recommendations. Now, you might not be able to put some of those reports online for people to view, but you can potentially write these reports, block out certain sections, remove certain offending metrics, and still put it up. Same thing for web copy and all your copywriting. Have those as samples. Screenshot the final versions and say, hey, I had the copy for this. Same thing with social media marketing and the search engine marketing. You can do all these things. And bonus, you were in charge of analytics and tracking. So you can potentially show how all of your hard work in those other areas, social media, search engine marketing, copywriting, etc., what kind of lift they got in analytics. So that way you can build a full picture portfolio, not just of the creative side of things you've done, but the analytical side. You can show, hey, I have this creative side, these great strategies, and I can analyze it. Hey, look at these awesome results I got. Build case studies and things like that for your portfolio. And on the topic of the portfolio, get your own kind of website. Whatever your name is, .com, .whatever it is, and put your portfolio on there. Put your case studies on there. Have it be an online portfolio for yourself. So anytime you get laid off, it's a good time to kind of step back and kind of reflect on what you want your next steps to be, where you want to go. So find out what you want your next role to be and tailor your resume and your LinkedIn profile accordingly to it and start applying to those jobs. Definitely get letters of recommendation and those LinkedIn recommendations you mentioned. Those are always great to have. Now, like I mentioned, your boss and other VPs in the company probably feel bad about what's happening. They probably feel pretty crappy, to be quite honest. And they're also probably very busy people. So what I would recommend is write your own letters of recommendation and get them to sign them. Now, this has a few benefits. One, sometimes you ask for a letter of recommendation and the person has full intentions of writing one for you, but an email comes in, a phone call comes in. It takes a long time to potentially write a letter of recommendation to think through all the things and to actually sit down and write it, there's a million other distractions coming in. They might just not get to it. So it would be much easier, depending on your boss, if you can compose one for them and submit it to them. How I would approach it is ask for a letter and they agree to it. Have them already written in Word or whatever word processor you're using, Google Docs, and send it to them. Say, here are some things I would love for you to include. By no means do you have to include these. I just thought these points would be great to have. Feel free to change anything or all of it altogether. I thought, I just, I just know how busy you are. So I figured I'd take the initiative and help put some of these points together for you. Anytime you can make someone's life easier, it's always appreciated and it will help you achieve the things that you're trying to get done. I've done this in the past where I've written letters of recommendation for myself and had superiors and bosses sign them. And then, hey, look at this glowing letter of recommendation that it says, everything exactly what I want to say. Fantastic. So do this for your boss and others in the company, like the VP of sales, the VP of IT. And I would also not just get them to sign one letter of recommendation, but you can craft different letters and have them sign multiple letters or likely a couple different letters. Each letter 
a recommendation can speak to different things or focus on different aspects of your work. So for example, the one from the IT guy can focus on how great you were at executing on complex IT projects. One could be about your brilliant analytical mind or your cutting edge social media marketing strategies and the value they drove. This is why it's important to think about where you want to go with your career, not just the next job, but the long-term career trajectory. If you want to niche down in social media marketing, make sure you get a letter of recommendation that focuses on social media. Get one letter of recommendation that's very general, that touches on all the different aspects that you worked on. But look at what you want to do and make sure these letters of recommendation reflect that. You should also speak to your other colleagues before everyone disbands and departs. Find out where they're going and keep those contacts warmly networked should anything come up. Now, what does warmly networked mean? Reach out to them from time to time with an email or a text asking how things are going. What's going on with them? What's new at their company? You're doing two things here. You're staying top of mind with them, but you're also not asking for a job. You're not begging. You're not pushing anything on them. But when something does pop up and hey, Jeremy, you know, Jeremy might be good for this. They're thinking of you because you recently emailed them. You're top of their mind. So it's always good to stay warmly connected with the people in your network that you've met at this startup. Now with your position, you may have some external contacts as well. Vendors, suppliers, agencies, etc. Make sure they all know what's going on. Update them of your current free agent status and that the company is shutting down. Make sure you're connected with them on LinkedIn and like your colleagues keep these people warmly networked as well. Now, while in between jobs, you know, you don't have a university degree in marketing. That's fine. But it'd be great to do some other training courses while you have the downtime. Get Google Ads certified. Practice your craft so that you can still point to things you are doing. Whatever certifications you can get that can help or training courses you can complete might potentially help make up for not having a formal degree from an institution at a future employer. So Jeremy, even though you're getting laid off, keep that momentum going. So Jeremy, thank you so much for writing in. You know, getting laid off sucks, but it is a huge opportunity. There, you never know what's going to come next. And it is actually kind of exciting too, knowing there's so many different companies out there, so many different ways you can take your life. And I think, you know, everyone listening, that can be you too. Now, I'm not saying uh, you're going to get laid off, but you never know when it could happen. So it's always good to prepare for the worst. But at the same token, it's very easy to get complacent and kind of narrowly focused on the job that you're currently doing and not see all those opportunities out there. So I feel it is always really important for you to set yourself up for those opportunities should they come knocking. You want to be ready to jump or ready to at least look at those opportunities when they come and not be stuck fixing your resume and doing all these things last minute. So I would encourage you, get your ducks in a row now. Ideally, you never need it. But if you do, it's there for you. You never know what life is going to throw at you. So it's best to plan for the worst and hope for the best. And just like Jeremy, if you have any marketing questions for me, it's eric at marketingsos.ca. Drop me a line, tell me what's going on, and I'd love to help you out. And I would also love for a review of this podcast in iTunes or whatever platform you're listening on. Five stars would be great. 
but honest feedback is always appreciated. And with that, thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon.